Welcome to the Church of the Warm Heart. My name is Pastor Jen. I'd like to welcome those that are joining us as well online. Blessings to you. I'm so glad that you are joining us this morning. Uh, So this morning, I will be leading us in worship, and Nicole will be helping as well. And Pastor Mike is not here. Where is Pastor Mike, you may ask? He is on a much well-deserved vacation with family and is currently out of town. So I can't guarantee it, but he might be watching online. So would you help me in also saying hi to Pastor Mike and family and assuring him that we got it? (laughs) Hi, Pastor Mike. I'm so glad that you all are here today on this last day of the year. Can you believe it? This year just flew by. I'm so glad that you're here. I'm happy to see your faces. And if you could just take a moment to register your attendance, I'd be greatly appreciated. There should be books on the aisle side. If you just take a moment to sign your name, we'll know that you're here. And if this is your first time visiting with us, please let us know as well. We may have just a small gift to share with you as well. Now, Nicole, do we have any announcements this morning? Um, probably, but I didn't look at them, so. Um, <laughs> we got Ho- this. <laughs> Hopefully you've got a bulletin. Um, there are a lot of things starting back up in January. Our Pioneer Club and, and Wednesday night youth groups will be starting up again uh, next week once school is back in session for most of the kids. And um, we've also got some spiritual formation classes and a really neat class for the sandwich generation. Uh, those of you who may find yourself caring for kids and parents at the same time. Um, and then there is going to be a lot of disruption to our parking Beginning in the second week of January, they're finally going to start doing some of those things they've been talking about doing for forever. So uh, just, you know, it'll probably take a couple of months, so park, walk carefully, and just try to be patient with the city. That's, I know that's tough, but <laughs> we, we can do it. We can do it. And, and we will not give up meeting just because they're doing construction, right? We won't do it. There you go. We got it. All right. We'll just take a few moments to meet and greet and share in uh, Christian love with one another. You just take a moment.
made in our affirmation of faith, which today is a covenant prayer. I am no longer my own, but thine. Put me to what thou wilt. Rank me with whom thou wilt. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed by thee or laid aside for thee. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thou art mine and I am thine, so be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Amen. Please be seated, unless you are a kid in grade five or younger, this is the time of service that's for you. Please feel free to come forward. Did you guys have a nice Christmas? Yes, that's great. And do you know what today is? It is, it's New Year's Eve. This is the very last day of the year. Yeah, it is. I got to ask you a question. Have you ever waited for a really long time for something that you were super, super, super excited about? And what was that waiting like? It was hard, wasn't it? Yeah, it's so hard to wait sometimes when we really, really want something, right? I brought for you today just to show you this cup. This may look like just a regular, ordinary cup, but it says, let your light shine. Do you know why this cup is important to me? It's because a good friend gave it to me. And she gave it to me when I was waiting and waiting and waiting, and I didn't think the day would ever come. But she gave it to me when I was waiting for something very, very special. Do you know what that was? It wasn't a baby this time. But that's a really good guess. I was waiting for a new job. And it felt like I had been waiting for this job forever. And this cup from this friend reminded me to let my light shine even as I waited for this new thing that was happening in my life. So the story in the Bible that we're going to share in Big Church today is all about two people. And these two people waited a very long time for something very very special to arise. Do you know what it was they were waiting for? Jesus. 
Baby was pretty close. They were waiting for the baby Jesus. Yeah. Today's story is a continuation of the Christmas story that we just shared. And this story is all about waiting for the goodness that is coming and trusting in God that God has all things and is faithful. So as we start this new year, it's a reminder to us that this is a new beginning and it's a time for us to renew our promise to God. That is to love God and also love others in our life. Should we pray? Okay, let's pray. Gracious God, thank you for this beautiful day and for these young people. I pray that your presence will be revealed to them in their lives and that they will continue to grow in their faith and walk with you, Lord. Please be with them and guide them and use us to help shepherd them through these years, Lord. In your son Jesus' name. Amen. All right. There's no Sunday school today, but go ahead and go be with your parents, okay?
This is a time of our service where we prepare our hearts and our minds to receive the message. And we share with one another the things that are on our heart. So if you have a prayer request or concern that you would like to share aloud, please feel free to share aloud. And then I will lead us in our pastoral prayer and then the Lord's Prayer, which the words will be on the screen. and loving God. Thank you for this new day, for this opportunity to gather and worship and praise you in the season of resolutions and intentions. We wait and we listen, knowing that this is a time to let go and embrace the possibilities of something new. It is a time of promise and hope. And Lord God, we give thanks for your light breaks through daily. Help us to trust this. Help us to lean in and listen and help us to hold one another in your love as we start something new. And help us to hold on to this truth that that your love is salvation and your grace covers all. Lord God, shape us, mold us, transform us, and renew us. Help us to be a reflection of your light as we begin something new. For God, we are your people. And today we gather to worship and praise and praise, pray to you, Lord, just as Jesus taught his disciples to pray. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses we forgive those who trespass against us and lead us not into temptation but deliver us from evil for thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever amen now if you are willing and able please stand for our hymn on eagle's wings
scripture lesson this morning comes from Luke chapter 2. When the time came for the purification rites required by the law of Moses, Joseph and Mary took him to Jerusalem to present him to the Lord. As it is written in the law of the Lord, every firstborn male is to be consecrated to the Lord and to offer a sacrifice in keeping with what is said in the law of the Lord, a pair of doves or two young pigeons. Now there was a man in Jerusalem called Simeon who was righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation of Israel, and the Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. Moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts. When the parents brought in the child Jesus to do for him what the custom of the law required, Simeon took him in his arms and praised God, saying, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace. For my eyes have seen your salvation, which you have prepared in the sight of all nations, a light for revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people Israel. The child's father and mother marveled at what was said about him. Then Simeon blessed them and said to Mary, his mother, This child is destined to cause the falling and rising of many in Israel and to be a sign that will be spoken against so that the thoughts of many hearts will be revealed, and a sword will pierce your own soul, too. There was also a prophet, Anna, the daughter of Penuel, of the tribe of Asher. She was very old. She had lived with her husband seven years after her marriage, and then was a widow until she was 84. She never left the temple, but worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. Coming up to them at that very moment, she gave thanks to God. And spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. When Joseph and Mary had done everything required by the law of the Lord, they returned to Galilee to their own town of Nazareth. And the child grew and became strong. He was filled with wisdom, and the grace of God was on him. This is the word of the Lord. This, this has been a season of waiting and anticipation. Many of us have been living in the tension of our world, just longing for that calm resolve, waiting for peace. For the promise of love's arrival in the form of a vulnerable and helpless baby, God incarnate. This past week, we honored and celebrated baby Jesus on Christmas Day. And we shared his birth story from the Gospel of Luke. We share the story every, every year. And for many of us, it's a very familiar story. One that is well-loved and, and cherished. 
We often have pageants and live nativities, and we sing Christmas carols to tell this beloved story. And correct me if I'm wrong, but there is also a lot of planning, a lot of organizing, and a great deal of build-up for the big day. Am I right? I mean, there's family get-togethers, there's times with friends, there's meals upon meals upon meals. Or am I just talking about my own family? (laughs) And then it seems like in a blink of an eye, Christmas Day has passed. Some of us, not me, but some of us, Some of us have packed up our decorations. We've taken down the trees, the lights, and the stockings. And everything is stored away for the next year. Correct me if I'm wrong, but sometimes it can feel a little anticlimactic. But here's the good news. Christmas Day isn't just the end of the story. It's the beginning of something new. Luke reminds us that God's God's presence was revealed through Zechariah, the priest. Do you remember the story that Pastor Mike shared not too long ago? Zechariah was a priest. He was from the line of Aaron. And as such... Firstborn males were priests. So much in the fact that there were a lot of priests. (laughs) Now all of the priests were required to participate in festivals, and this would be Passover, Pentecost, and then the Feast of the Tabernacles. But then there's just the day-to-day times, day-to-day responsibilities. And there was a responsibility for burning the incense in the temple. And this was an honored, honored task. Some priests lived their entire lives without ever having that opportunity. The way they determined it was by lot. And so Zechariah was chosen to light the incense. And that one opportunity in his life, he went in to light the incense for the people and to pray for the nation. And what did he do? He slipped a little prayer in there for himself, for a baby. And then... He went silent (laughs) for like nine months until the baby was born. But we see in Luke 1 that he had a prayer of thanksgiving to God for this amazing gift. Christmas Day isn't the end of the story. God's presence was revealed through Zechariah the priest and his wife Elizabeth through the birth of their child John. John means God is gracious. God is faithful. 
And we know, we know from the Gospels that John prepared the way for Christ. You see, this baby grew up to be known as, do you guys know? John the Baptist. Luke reminds us that God's presence was revealed through the love of a mother's heart, through Mary, through Mary's song. And let us not forget the shepherds. They were chosen by God, sought out to receive and share the good news, and God showed up. God showed up right there in the field as they tended their flock by night. And, and you see, God, God was doing something new. It was a new covenant. The start of a new chapter. Luke tells of how God worked through Zechariah and Elizabeth and Mary and the shepherds. And the scripture lesson today continues this story. Luke tells of two individuals, and in our tradition, these are often lesser known within the Christmas story, and yet they played an integral role within the narrative. Both were pious, and both patiently waited and listened for the Messiah, Both confessed that the baby Jesus was the Christ child. And it was in their humility, not in their position, not in power, not in prestige. It was in their humility that they were able to see the true nature of Jesus. Luke is the only the only gospel that mentions them. And quite honestly, there isn't a lot of information shared about them. Yet the role they played was significant enough for Luke to mention them. So who am I talking about, you may ask? Well, I'm referring to Simeon and Anna the prophets. Luke says that Simeon was from Jerusalem. He was described as being righteous and devout. He was waiting for the consolation that is the comforting of Israel. The Holy Spirit was on him. It had been revealed to him by the Holy Spirit that he would not die before he had seen the Lord's Messiah. And so moved by the Spirit, he went into the temple courts, and while there, he saw the Christ child. Simeon took the baby in his arms and praised God. He said, Sovereign Lord, as you have promised, you may now dismiss your servant in peace, for my eyes have seen your salvation. which you have prepared in the sight of all nations. A light for the revelation to the Gentiles and the glory of your people, Israel. 
You see, this was a promise for all people, not just a select few. Luke goes on to say that there was also a prophet, Anna of the tribe of Asher. Anna's not as well known mentioned in our tradition, but in the Eastern Orthodox tradition, she actually has a day. Scripture tells us that she was from the tribe of Asher. What does that mean? Does anyone know the tribe of Asher? Asher was one of the lost tribes of Israel, and you see, she was descended from Asher, the son of Leah, and the eighth son, the eighth son of Jacob. Some scholars think that the mention of Simeon, Simeon was quite possibly a priest. Anna was a prophet from the tribe of Asher. Some scholars think that this is representative, that this is bringing all of Israel back together which is what the Messiah was called to do. We know that she was very old and was a widow until she was 84. Scripture says that she never left the temple. She worshipped night and day, fasting and praying. And so when Simeon entered the temple and encountered the Christ child. It was at that moment that she went up to them and she gave thanks to God and spoke about the child to all who were looking forward to the redemption of Jerusalem. The Holy Spirit was on Simeon and he was moved by the Spirit. God's presence was revealed. Anna the prophet worshiped, fasted, and prayed day and night. And God's presence was revealed. I believe there's an important message in this story. Anna and Simeon Both witnessed the hope for salvation. The truth for all people was revealed by God through the Christ child. In their devotion to God, they listened and they waited. And God was faithful. God showed up. And God showed up in a very unlikely way. Through the promise of love's arrival in the form of a vulnerable and helpless baby, God incarnate, Emmanuel, God with us. The Christmas story did not end with the story of the birth of Jesus. No, the birth story was just the beginning. Don't you see, God was doing something new, and Simeon and Anna were witnesses to this revelation. They are an important part of this Christmas story. 
Friends, God was creating a new covenant through the Christ child. It was a start of a new chapter. And patiently, they listened and they waited. We listen and wait as well. One of my spiritual mentors talked a great deal about practicing the continual presence of God. They would often say that the prayer was actually an act of listening. And waiting was an act of trust and obedience. Because God is faithful. Listening and waiting isn't always easy. Sometimes it can be quite difficult. As I shared with the kids, waiting for a new job opportunity, waiting for a test result or a diagnosis. Waiting to be reunited with a loved one. There are so many things in life that we wait for. Being patient can be hard, but there can also be a sense of optimism and hope as we wait. I like to think that we waited with optimism and hope during the season of Advent. Recently, I learned that the Hebrew word for waiting has another meaning as well. It means interwoven or bound together. So just listen to this well-known verse from Isaiah with this new perspective. Those who are interwoven or bound with the Lord will renew their strength. They will soar on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. This renewed perspective, well, it reminds me of my spiritual mentor. How they always talked about practicing the continual presence of God. I believe the story of Simeon and Anna the prophet is without a doubt an example of this practice. We see it in how they lived their faith and how God showed up and did a new thing and started a new covenant, a new chapter. And we too, 
we too are starting a new chapter with the start of a new year. For many, this is a time of resolutions and intentions, a time for gratitude, a time to also let go of the burdens and anything that we're carrying that we want to let go of, anything from the previous year. It's a time to let that go, to lay it at the cross, and to embrace the possibilities of something new. It's a time of promise and hope. And in our Wesleyan tradition, it's also a time to renew our covenant. That is our promise with God. God is faithful. John Wesley found it meaningful in a time of remarkable blessing. You may have noticed in our affirmation of faith that was that Nicole led this morning that it was a little bit different. Did you notice? We prayed the covenant prayer. Listen and wait as I share these words. I am no longer my own, but thine. Put me to do what thou wilt. Rank me with whom thou wilt. Put me to doing. Put me to suffering. Let me be employed by thee or laid aside for thee, exalted for thee or brought low for thee. Let me be full. Let me be empty. Let me have all things. Let me have nothing. I freely and heartily yield all things to thy pleasure and disposal. And now, O glorious and blessed God, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, thou art mine, and I am thine. So be it. And the covenant which I have made on earth, let it be ratified in heaven. Friends, as you start this new year in a renewal of your promise with God, believe the good news. That Christmas Day is not the end of the story. It's just the beginning. The story continues on, and it's a story of salvation and truth for all people. For everyone. So as you go out in your worlds... And as you continue your daily lives and your routines go back to normal, 
I pray that you will experience God's continual presence in your life. That you will be intertwined and woven and be one with God, our creator. Our creator is the source of calm. That you will find a calm resolve during your hardships and struggles and that you may discover peace and a renewed sense of hope and of love as you live into the unforced rhythms of grace. May this be your renewed covenant with God. And may you be always aware of God's presence in your life. And the family of God said, Amen. This is the time of our service where we give thanks. We also have a gift of music that's going to be shared this morning. So for our ushers that are helping with our offertory, this is the time to come forward. And this is the time to give thanks for your offerings and your gifts. It is your giving that allows our church to continue in our ministries. So please, as God calls your heart, continue to give.
please reunite with my voice in our prayer. God of love, as we close out one year and enter another, we are thankful for your enduring nature. Use our gifts to further your kingdom on earth and give us the strength to be willing participants in the work. Amen. Now please remain standing for our final hymn. It's going to be Amazing Grace, but it has a familiar tune. It's a little bit different. Um, It's Amazing Grace to the tune of Auld Lang Sin. So uh, by the fourth time, we'll probably get it right. continue this start of a new year. Uh, This is a season of intentions and resolutions. My prayer for you is that you will go on into your own worlds and just be aware of God's presence in everything. For God's love and grace covers all. Blessings to you on this new year.